0: This is Couch and Coffee Table. For this episode, we present a Cary Grant double feature from the radio series Suspense. Our first one is The Black Curtain. So, here's Cary Grant in The Black Curtain as it aired on Suspense on December 2nd, 1943. 1943.
1: Suspense.
2: Presented by Roma Wines, made in California for enjoyment throughout the world. Salud. Your health, senor. The world toasts Roma, and Roma toasts the world. The wine for your table is Roma, made in California for enjoyment throughout the world.
3: This is the man in black. Here for Roma Wines to introduce this weekly half hour of Suspense. Tonight in Hollywood, we are honored and happy to have with us one of the entertainment world's most distinguished gentlemen, Mr. Cary Grant. The Suspense play which stars Cary Grant, and which is produced and directed by William Spear, is the exciting and tense bestseller by Cornell Woolrich called The Black Curtain suspense is compounded of mystery and suspicion and dangerous adventure. In this series, Roma brings you tales calculated to intrigue you, to stir your nerves, to offer you a precarious situation and then withhold the solution until the last possible moment. And so, with the Black Curtain and with the performance of Cary Grant, we again hope to keep you in Suspense.
4: It began again for me. I guess you'd say that day on that street. My head was pounding terribly. I could hear all the noise and the people milling around.
5: Everything was a jumble at first. All right, get right there now. Let the doctor. I see the
1: happen, Mister Policeman.
6: He was running. Boy, he
1: really.
6: Gave on all right, son. Now get back there.
4: Everybody back oh, there. Oh, my hey, head. His fell oh. out of his pocket and a big boy grabs it and
6: ran away. He all right, of... now back, everybody. Let
3: the
4: doctor through. Oh. Oh. here. I'm okay. No, never mind, Doc. I'm okay. Seems to be naughty much the matter with you, sir. No, I'm all right. I guess oh. I can talk to him now, Doc. Oh, go ahead, officer. Just a bad bump on the head, I think. That's right. We can walk all right, can't you? Yeah, I think so. Oh, sure. Here, now let me breath you on. Huh? Thanks, thanks. Well, I'll right. be fine. <laughs> hey. wait a minute. What am I doing with an overcoat? All out? right now, mister. Just so they got it on the bladder. What's your name? Where do you live? Uh, Townsend. Frank Townsend. 820 Rutherford Street. I uh, want uh, a cigarette. You're still shaking. Oh, No, it? no, thanks. I don't smoke. Well, while well, we're getting back, then. Drop in at the receiving hospital if you want us to take you off. Yeah, right? I will.
6: Hey, here's your hat, mister. I found it. Oh, thanks. That's kid.
4: all. Now, come on. Move
7: along. Guy's all right.
4: Come on. Oh, well, thanks. I'm sorry about the fellow that got your wallet. Anyway, here's your cigar case, Mr. Townsend. Guy found it right alongside of you. Hey. Wait a minute. This isn't my hat. DN. Those aren't my initials, DN. Sure,
6: that's your hat. I seen it roll off you when you went down. Play it on. You see, it fits. Looks good.
4: Yeah. But but what am I doing with a cigar case? DN. Same initials as the hat.
6: Uh, Don't you even know your own hat, mister? Uh,
4: Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm trying to think. Where is this? What? This street. You're on Tillery Street. Tillery Street? What am I doing on Tillery Street?
1: (laughs) He's lost. All
4: right now, sir. My suggestion is that you go on home and go lie down. It's cold and starting to snow. No, no, please. Wait a minute. Don't leave me. Tell me. What happened? Why, you slipped on this icy sidewalk. Fell down and hit your head good and hard on the curb. You're out for about 20 minutes. You did Ice on a sidewalk? Well, look at it. That street cleaning department ought to clear away the snow there. Snow and ice? Sure, Why? Snow? In July? July? Oh, it's December. December 1943. 1943? Uh, you better go on home, son. Good night. 1943? <laughs> December 1943. <laughs> the last I remember was July 1940. Three years, just
1: gone.
4: Amnesia. A black curtain comes down over your mind. That black curtain had been over mine for three years. Where had I been? Who had I been? I hadn't been Frank Townsend. I'd been someone else. D.N. Someone whose initials were D.N. I walked along Tillery Street thinking about it. Those three years... I could have been married I could have been a thief I could have Something made me turn around on the street for a moment That was when I first saw him Gray eyes He'd been talking to the cop who took my name He looked up as I did And then he started to walk rapidly in my direction I backed away instinctively Something about him spelled trouble He called to me as he came forward Hey you stop Thompson! Instinctively I knew I should run and get away from him Hey! I looked back as I rounded the corner he had a gun in his hand. He raised it. Then I turned back from the light.
3: What lay behind that black curtain which separated Townsend from his past? With this remarkable story. And with Hollywood's distinguished Cary Grant as our star, the Roma Wine Company of Fresno, California, tonight assumes the sponsorship of Suspense, radio's outstanding theater of thrills.
2: This is the dinner hour at an exclusive yacht club in Latin America. And we discreetly eavesdrop on that gentleman and his lady there at the table.
8: This has been a lovely dinner, Ramon. And only you would have thought to have such a delicious wine as the finale. It was so perfect.
6: Is it truly a wine from California in North America?
4: Yes, see, This is the noted Roma port of California in the United States. We were fortunate to have it tonight, for now, in time of war, on the
2: occasional ship can bring us Roma wine. I knew that you would. Fortunate? Yes. For Roma Wines please the exacting tastes of wine lovers in many countries. And we in the United States are most fortunate of all. For we can enjoy any of those delicious wines from the famous Roma Wineries, located in choice wine districts throughout California, at prices unbelievably small for wines of such distinguished character. Because we do not have to pay heavy shipping costs and duty, here at home in America, Roma wines cost only a few cents a glass. What's more, you'll find Roma California wines just around the corner at your favorite dealers. Right there, waiting for you now, the types of Roma wines you most enjoy. So if you haven't yet discovered the delight of Roma wine regularly with meals, or when entertaining friends, make your first purchases of Roma tomorrow. R-O-M-A, Roma, America's largest selling wine. Made in California for enjoyment throughout the world.
3: And now it is with pleasure that we bring back to our soundstage Mr. Cary Grant and the Black Curtain, a story well calculated to keep you in suspense.
4: Why was he following me? With a gun. What did Gray Eyes want with me? I must have done something. I beat it down the subway and hid. I had to think it all out carefully. I knew I was on the spot for something. Gray Eyes meant business. What could it be? Who had I been? During those last three years with that black curtain in front of them. Well, maybe I'd been a gangster, and he was one of a mob that wanted to rub me out. I didn't know. No identification, my wallet stolen. Nothing in my pockets that would help. Just D.N. in the hat. And D.N. on the cigar case. D.N. My head was aching with worry. My stomach had panic in it. I had to find out who I'd been, what I'd done. But how? Where? Tillery Street. That's where I'd been when I woke up. Tillery Street. Well, maybe Gray Eyes would go back there too looking for me. But I had to take that chance. Tillery Street. Yes?
1: Oh,
4: good evening, Pop.
1: Oh,
4: oh, hello there. Couldn't see under that hat at first. Oh, you know me? Sure. What can I get you, son? Oh, well, uh, you got an evening paper I could look at? Nope. Sorry, never read them. So much trouble in the world these days, anyhow. Oh. How you been? You haven't been around two or three weeks. Oh, well, I've been kind of busy. Uh, look, Pop. Yeah? I made a bet with a guy that even though you see so many customers, you'd walk right up and give me my full name. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. I don't know it. I don't think I ever heard your name. Oh. But I know your girl. My girl? Uh-huh. You do, huh? huh? Yeah. Well, now, maybe I can still win my bet if you'll give me her name. Gee, uh, I've heard you mention it. I'd know it if I heard it. You would Well, uh, see if I can steal you a little. Now, is it Mary? No. Alice? Lillian? Ah, Margaret. No. Wait a minute. Wait. I know. Ruth. That's it, Ruth. Ruth? Yeah. Well, sure, you got it. Now, now, what's Ruth's last name? Gee, I don't know her... I know where she lives, though. You do? Yeah, right across the street. The Tillery Apartments. Well, that's right. Ah, uh-uh, but now, now, what apartment? What's the number of loose apartment?
1: Mm.
4: 3C. Apartment 3C. <laughs> say, that's pretty good if I do say so. I was only there once, remember? The night I brought the sandwiches yeah, over... Yeah. A... Well, uh, thanks. Uh, will you win your bet, mister? Huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I think I will. Uh, what's your name so I'll know it next time? Oh, I'll tell you tomorrow. I hope. So long. So long, Pop, thank you. How What's the matter? Nothing. Nothing. I just tying a shoe. I'd just been going to walk out when I saw him standing across the street, gray eyes again. I ducked down behind the store window and watched him. He looked over in my direction and then up and down the street. Then oh, he lit a cigarette and stole down the corner. The minute he disappeared, I yanked the door open, dashed out, ran across the tillery apartments, and went in.
6: You? I thought you... Hello, Ruth. Oh, Danny, why did you come here? He's been around here twice today. He may be in the neighborhood right now, for all you know. Who? Oh, well, fiery, of course.
4: Uh, has he got gray eyes?
6: What? Yeah. Did you ever see a detective that didn't?
4: Oh, uh, sure, sure.
6: Danny, what's the matter with you? You're acting so strangely.
4: Well, I... I just want to look at you.
6: You seem so different, so far away. You haven't kissed me.
4: Well, that's easily fixed.
6: Oh, darling, where have you been for three weeks?
4: All around. Miss me?
6: You know I did. Oh, Danny, do you suppose... Do you think we could get away tonight? I've got $3,000 saved up. We could go to Mexico or South America. We could get married. Mr. and Mrs. Daniel Nearing tour of the world.
4: Daniel Neering? Oh, yeah, and wife.
6: Sounds plenty good to me.
4: Uh, you'll never know how good.
6: We'll get out of here tonight. I'll call up and tell them I'm quitting my job. I'll say I'm sick. All my stuff's here. Nothing's out there but a couple of uniforms. (laughs) I'll make Alma and Franklin a present of those. Uh,
4: Alma and Franklin? Don't
6: you bother your pretty head about those two charmers. Maybe they weren't glad when it happened. A couple of vultures. Bye-bye to them. Oh, with you back, Danny. Just think with my three (laughs) thousand... Do you
4: you think you ought to quit your job?
6: Absolutely, I think so. (laughs) I was never cut out to be a nurse anyway.
4: (laughs) I guess you weren't. Any more than uh, I was cut out...
6: Any more than you were meant to be a secretary. Oh,
4: that's right. <laughs> well, I never wanted to be a secretary. Just drifted into it, I guess. Kind of got on my nerves, especially toward the end. You know, the, uh, the boss was no cinch to work for.
6: It certainly wasn't. It was a rat. Oh, the whole Dixie bunch are mean, rotten. The whole family.
4: Yeah, that's right.
6: All except the old man.
4: Uh, oh. Yeah, the old man. I... Sh- I sort I liked him, didn't I?
6: And he loves you, Danny. I think he wished you'd been his son. Poor old man. He's the only reason I've stuck around out there this long.
5: How are things out there?
6: Oh, they've been questioning all of us. It's laid off lately, though, since you... Oh, Danny, don't let's talk anymore about it. You're back. That's the main thing. I just want to forget New Jericho and the whole... New Jericho, huh? Yes. Oh, Danny. Danny, if only it hadn't happened. What hadn't? You know what? Oh, Danny, what's going to become of you and me? I wish I knew. Danny, get away from that window. Leave that shade down.
4: He's down there. Who? Gray eyes. He's standing in front of the hydrant. He's coming in here, in the building.
6: Oh, did he see you?
4: Ruth, will you help me? What are you going to do? I'm going to give myself up.
6: No, no, you Well, it's better
4: than getting shot at. What can they do to me? You
6: crazy fools, they can send you to the chair. A chair. Oh, what do you think happens to a man when he's guilty of murder?
4: Murder. Ruth, listen to me. I'm not a murderer. If the whole world says I committed murder, I say I didn't. The me that's in me says I didn't. I
6: never said you were, Danny. I always said you didn't do it. Off oh, you hadn't run away.
4: So that's it.
2: All right, dearie. Open
6: up. Why did you come here, Danny? Why? Ruth, when
4: we got to get out of here. How about the fire escape shaft? Dumb waiter.
6: Dom waiter. Here.
4: All right, get in. I'll stand on top and work the ropes.
6: I don't think it can hold us both.
4: Got you. Can you hear me?
6: Yes. Yes, Danny. Danny, what do we do?
4: We're going back there to New Jericho.
6: New Jericho. No, don't. No, please, for me. Got
4: you. I've got to find out. We're going together.
6: No. no, Danny, no. I've got the money. We can get out of here and Stop we Stop it. Danny, Ouch. My arm. You're hurting
4: me. From here on in, we're sticking together. You're going to take me back there, back where it happened. All
6: right, darling. Crazy, but I'll go wherever you go. I can't lose you again.
5: On the
4: train, Ruth and I said very little to each other... While I hid in the telephone booth at the Pennsylvania station, she bought us a couple of cheap overcoats. I sat hunched up in mine, thinking, thinking. Ruth had brought along the newspaper clippings. I looked at what they said for the 20th time, trying to see if there was anything there that would help me. Dietrich Slayer sought, it said. Secretary wanted in brutal slaying at suburban estate. Police are pressing the search for Daniel Nearing, secretary in the employ of the late John Dietrich, 58 member of a well-known local family who was shocked and killed in the drawing room of his new Jericho estate on the morning of November the 7th. Nearing disappeared November the 7th on the morning of which date he is known to have had a bitter quarrel with the disease. This last was attested to at the inquest by Alma and Franklin Dietrich, widow and brother of the murdered man. Well, I had all the facts now. (laughs) Wanted for murder. And yet everything that was in me Told me that no matter who I'd been, however many memories I lost, that I was no killer, that I couldn't
1: have. I, go. I, go.
4: I had to get into that Dietrich house and stand again in the room in which it had all happened. Maybe something would come back to me. Maybe there would be. <laughs>
6: Danny! Danny! Over here, Ruth. Oh, the dark, I couldn't see you. Alma and Franklin just left. I drove down to the village.
9: Did they say
4: anything about you being out here on your day off?
6: Yeah. Alma said something. But I said I had nothing to do in town. You came out to write some letters. Well,
4: let's go, then. Oh,
1: Danny,
6: I'm scared. Please, let's not oh, stay man, out you here. You said you loved me. I do, Danny, I do. That's why I'm scared. They're only going to the village. They'll be back in half an hour at the most.
4: Come on, open the door, Ruth. Hurry. I've got to see the inside. That room, the place where it happened. It's
6: wrong, Danny. I'm telling you, you're wrong. You'll find.
4: Open the door, Ruth. Quickly. All right. Now, let's have a look at that room.
6: Please, Danny, please don't. Don't talk about it.
4: So, this is where I'm supposed to have murdered John Dietrich. Huh? Danny, please. Where was it? Show me exactly where it was, Ruth. I've got to know.
6: It was there. Right there. He was standing by the grandfather's clock. Oh, are you going crazy, Danny? If they get you, you'll hang.
4: Clock. You still believe in me, don't you, Bruce?
6: I believe you, Danny, but I'm scared. I love you. Oh, wait
4: a minute. What's that? Listen.
6: Don't like the old man. You think in that room off there? Don't go in there, Danny. You'll wake him. I want to see him. No. No, don't, Danny. He can't help you. You know he's paralyzed and he can't talk.
4: Turn on the light. I want to see him.
6: You woke him. It's me, Mr. Dietrich. Ruth. Uh, This is Danny. You remember Danny, don't you?
4: Hello, Mr. Dietrich.
6: See how his eyes are shining.
4: Yeah. Uh, Was he here when it happened?
6: you know that, Danny? Why do you ask a funny question? He's been in bed here for five years.
4: That mirror. On the wall there. The clock. Look. You can see the grandfather's clock in the other room.
6: What are you getting at, Danny? He could see it.
4: The old man could see the murder through the mirror. Oh, if only he could talk.
6: He can't talk. You scare me, Danny.
4: He saw the man who killed John Dietrich. Look, look. He understands what I'm saying. He's blinking his eyes. Oh, stop
6: torturing him, Danny. Can't you see what you're doing? He's trying Here to
4: say something. Look. Look. His eyes are blinking. He's going to help me. Go outside and watch, Ruth. Go on.
6: Now watch out at the entranceway. Be careful, Danny, please. They'll be back in a minute.
4: All right, leave me alone with
6: them. And I'll call if I hear them coming.
4: Look now, Mr. Dietrich. Don't be afraid. I'm going to ask you a question, and you're going to answer me. Are you trying to tell me something about the murder? Now, blink your eyes. Blink twice if you are. And that's it. Once. Twice. That's good. Did you see it happen? Here, in your mirror. Blink once if the answer is no. Twice if the answer is yes. Once. Twice. You're dead, huh? You saw it. Now then, is the murderer in this
6: house? Danny, Danny, they're coming. Get out of here, hide. Run, Danny, run. Is
4: the murderer in this house? Blink once for no, twice for yes. Yes, in this house. Danny, Danny, they're coming. Wait, wait, I've almost got it. Now, Mr. Dietrich, was it me? Once for no, twice for yes. Was it me? Get out
6: of here, Danny, into the big room. I the curtain. I'll talk to
4: you. All right. Thanks, Mrs. Dietrich. I'll be back.
6: Ruth? Ruth, is that you in Father's room? Yes. Are you here alone? Why, yes. Why?
4: Well, we thought we heard voices. What are you so jittery about, Ruth?
6: I'm just tired, that's all. May I go to bed now? Father's still awake, Ruth. You'll go to sleep, all right. I'm going upstairs, Mrs. Dietrich, now.
3: Good night, Ruth. And uh, take your flashlight with you.
6: Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It was dark on the road tonight. Good night, Ruth.
4: Good night. She's brought him back here with her.
3: Him, I think.
6: Who? Dan? Oh, Franklin. Take
3: it easy. If he's here, we'll get him.
6: After the evidence we gave against him at the hearing, I... Oh, I'm frightened. Just get out of here fast. I'll go to the village for the police.
3: Call the police. No, I'll do it.
4: Hello? Hello? too late. It's dead. The wire is cut. Come on, we'll both drive to the village. eh? But he
6: may be waiting for us out by the car. Uh Uh-uh. Oh. What? What are you doing there, Franklin?
3: I think I just might need my gun. Come along.
4: The moment they left the house, I made for the old man's room. I called for Ruth. But she was gone. Maybe Franklin and Elmer had caught her after she cut the telephone wire. But I couldn't wait. My life was hanging on minutes now. I shot the flashlight on the old man's face. Now, Mr. Dietrich, you're helping me fine. You know I'm trying to save my life, don't you? Now, the murderer. Was it me? Was it me who did it? Me, Danny Nearing. Blink once for no. Once. Once. Oh, you're sure? You're sure it wasn't me? Oh, you're smiling, Mister Dietrich. Smiling? Now it was somebody in this house. Then who was it? Oh, can't you make a sound? Help me! You've got to. Was it Elma? Twice for yes, once for no. Once. Not Elma. All right then. Was it Franklin?
3: Up with the hands, Mary. Up, you'll never get a trial. Franklin. Look, you've got to listen. You've got to. Shut up and drop that flashlight. Trying to kill the old man, too, huh?
4: The murderer returns to the scene of his crime, huh? You well, no, I didn't kill him. Well, you tell that to the police. Alma will have me in a couple of minutes. Where's your girlfriend, Ruth? She's not here. I don't know where she went. Never mind. They'll find her. You're a dead duck, Neary. You killed my brother and beat it. What'd you get out of it? That's all I thought it was puzzled. You killed your brother, and now you're going to kill me. Well, you've gone
3: nuts, too. Why should I kill my own brother, you idiot?
4: To get his share of the estate and his wife, Alma, amongst other things... But you can't stop with killing me. Someone else knows the truth. The old man saw it. In the mirror. Right. You'll have to kill your own father, too. The old man saw it? How, how do you know? He told me. Oh, you're lying. He can't talk. He can't even move. He can hear. And he can blink his eyes. Come over here. Look. Now, look here. I don't... Rolf!
6: He'll be all right. I heard him. He was going to kill you. Here's the gun, Danny.
4: Take it. Oh, Rolf, I shouldn't have. In another minute, I... I'm not sure it was Franklin. Oh, Danny,
6: Danny, please, let's run for it. You'll be here in a second. It's your last chance. I'll, I'll swear you did it.
4: Not if I can be with the old man another half minute. Mr. Dietrich. Mr. Dietrich. It's Danny again.
6: No, Danny, don't. Don't.
4: What? Tell me, Mr. Dietrich. Was it Franklin? Did Franklin kill your son, John? Think once if he did. He's afraid. why are you afraid?
1: Oh.
4: Oh, it's this gun. here. Take the gun, Ruth. You take it. He's afraid. I'm not going to hurt you, Mr. Dietrich. What's the matter? Why don't you answer me? Who killed John Dietrich? It wasn't me. It wasn't Elmer. It wasn't Franklin. But someone in the house. What's it?
6: Ruth! Ruth! You! I told you. I told you not to come. Oh, I love you, Danny. I wanted you. I wouldn't have let them get you. Why,
4: why, Ruth? Why did you kill him?
6: He was always after me. He wouldn't leave me alone. I hated him. Then that night he came back, mm. threatened me, said he'd kill me. If he couldn't have me, nobody could. He had a gun, and I got it away from him. He hit the clock. He leaned against it. I thought he'd never fall down and die. It was the day you ran away, and I was crazy. They thought it was you. They started looking. I love you, Danny. I still love you. I begged you not to come back here. Who?
4: Put down that gun, Ruth.
6: No. Stand back, Danny. Stay over there. Just want to look at you. I was hoping we could get away together. But you've been through enough, Danny. And all because of me. Now you're clear, Danny. And this is
1: going
4: to clear me.
1: Darling. Oh,
4: Ruth. Ruth! Well, I guess that's about all there is to tell. I tried to put it all behind me. To resume my life where I left off over three years ago. <laughs> Sometimes, when I get toward evening, I go and walk along Tillery Street. <laughs> Once in a while, somebody—somebody somebody I don't know—will say hello, Danny. And I just say hello and walk on. <laughs> I don't want to find out anything anymore. I want it all to die away and be still, and it will. All except Ruth, because somewhere behind that black curtain, I was loved. And loved someone. We must have known a love that I'll never know again.
3: And so closes The Black Curtain, starring Mr. Cary Grant. Tonight's tale of...
2: Suspense. Since the beginnings of history, people have enjoyed wine. Ages ago, our ancestors found that wine made any food taste better. Wine is a simple pleasure that anyone can enjoy. That is why Roma has devoted all its winemaking skills to producing wines of fine quality at a price that means you can enjoy them often. Just a few cents a glass. Don't feel that you need fine crystal or a special occasion to serve Roma wine. Next time you have a quick supper... Serve Roma wine in plain tumblers with your spaghetti or cold meat. And notice how much more enjoyment and zest it adds to the meal. Serve Roma wine often, cool or chilled. You'll quickly discover why Roma, R-O-M-A, Roma wines are America's largest selling wine. Yes, Roma wines are true to type. Roma wines are faithful in flavor. Roma wines are sound of character. Roma wines are reasonable in cost. Made in California for enjoyment throughout the world. Our thanks to Cary Grant for
3: his suspenseful performance here tonight. And Mr. Grant wants us to say that he will be listening with you next week at the same hour to Mr. Robert Young in the story called The Night Reveal. Don't forget then, next week, same time for Robert Young in
2: Suspense. Presented by Roma Wine.
0: For our second feature, we present On a Country Road, starring Cary Grant from the radio series Suspense as it aired November sixteenth, 1950. You're listening to Couch and Coffee Table.
7: Autolite and its 96,000 dealers present Suspense. Tonight, Autolite brings you on a country road, a suspense play starring Mr. Cary Grant.
10: Thanks, David. There's no hurry to get home.
5: Mm-hmm. Who can relax in this mess of traffic? There must be a wreck or something up ahead. Mm.
10: If this keeps up. We'll get caught in the rain.
5: Yeah, it looks like a big storm building up, too. Hey, remember that shortcut? Which one? Well, the little tarred road that goes across Sioux Center marches and comes out on the other highway.
10: The one we took last summer?
5: Yeah. I'll turn off there and duck this pile up. I'd like to get as far as possible before that storm hits.
10: Why don't you pull out your hand? Dave, uh, don't get mad. Well,
5: he cut right in front of me trying to turn into that gas station.
10: Maybe he needed gas.
5: Mm.
9: Oh. Turn on the radio, huh? Now oh,
1: there. Police
9: this afternoon Sounds like warnings to all residents of Long Island to be on the lookout to Nellie Goller, a middle-aged woman described as dangerous and insane. She escaped this morning from Rescue Mental Hospital after fatally butchering a doctor, a nurse, and a ward attendant with a meat cleaver. This is the same Nellie Goller who a year ago murdered three persons on a Brooklyn street. This station brought in law description of our regular newscast, which. <laughs>
1: well, you know, at least we aren't the only go. crazy
9: people on Long Island.
1: Why didn't you change
10: it? I don't want to listen anymore. Let's get home quickly, David. I don't like being out here with that woman running loose
11: oh Here's the storm. Roll up the windows. In just a moment, Mr. Cary Grant in the first act of On a Country Road. Amazing, Wilcox. Amazing. What's so amazing, Senator? Your victory in the election. Uh, my candidate's victory, Senator, the famous Autolite Stay Full Battery. The battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Why, everybody voted for the Autolite Stay-Full battery. You had plenty in reserve, Wilcox. Reserve? Why, the Autolite Stay-Full battery has over three times the liquid reserve of batteries without Stay-Full features. Didn't you campaign with fiberglass retaining mats? Sure did, Senator, because every positive plate of the Autolite Stay-Full battery is protected with a fiberglass retaining mat to prevent shedding and flaking and keep the power-producing materials in place. Why, your candidate is in for life, Wilcox. A longer life, Senator, because the Autolite Stay-Full battery gives 70% longer life as proved by tests conducted according to SAE minimum life cycle standards. So, friends, get acquainted with the Autolite Stay-Full battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. See your neighborhood Autolite battery dealer now, and remember... You're always right with Autolite. And now with On a Country Road and the performance
7: of Mr. Cary Grant, Autolite hopes once again to keep you in suspense.
10: They put her to sleep instead of just locking her up where she can escape and kill more people.
1: Hmm?
5: Put who to sleep?
10: That woman they were talking about on the radio.
5: Oh, she can't help what she does. She's sick.
10: Mm. What good does that do the people who get chopped up with a meat cleaver?
5: I don't know. The laws were made before the doctors knew very much about the human mind.
10: I still don't know much.
5: Hmm. Oh, I can see what it is. There's a roadblock up ahead.
10: What's happened?
5: I don't know. Cops all over the road.
10: David, I'll bet they're looking for that crazy woman.
5: Oh, I guess so. I'll
7: hold
5: it a minute. What's up, officer?
7: Uh, just a checkup, folks. Uh, anything in the back seat? Only the blanket and the lunchbox. We went on a picnic. Yes, ma'am. Seen any hitchhikers? Nope. just traffic. Okay, move right along, please.
10: Are you looking for the crazy woman?
7: Move along, let's go.
9: Yeah, Nancy. He's busy. What
10: are you doing?
9: Listen. All residents and motorists on Long Island are warned to be on the alert for the escaped insane woman who is somewhere on the island. She is described as tall, broad-shouldered, gray-haired and rather heavy. She may still be armed with the cleaver. One hundred men are searching the area and they're prepared to shoot on sight. Here's another bulletin on the case which just came in. Just a few minutes ago, the decapitated bodies of an elderly man and woman were found now, by police shortcut. near Center Morages. This will get us out of that traffic. Underneath that, the bodies of an elderly couple have just been found in their car near Center Morages on a lonely, tarred road. Police are certain they were killed by Nellie Galler, the insane woman now at large. Residents of the area are warned not to open their doors to strangers. Motorists are cautioned to stay off lonely roads and not to pick up any hitchhikers. All persons are asked to be on the lookout for this woman. Ah, Here is her description They haven't again. caught her She's yet. Small, Better hair, turn that off, darling. I thought you wanted arms. to hear it. Oh,
5: that's She's enough of it. To be armed right. with the meat, please. This shortcut will save us a lot of time.
10: You turned off the highway.
5: Sure, I told you when I did it. We've come over a mile already. Save us a lot of time.
10: But David, didn't you hear what the radio said about staying off lonely roads?
5: Oh, we only have to go across the other highway. It won't take long. You sure? Of course. We go past Center Marches, then take the left road and come out right by the highway bridge.
10: Center Marches is where she just killed those two people. Oh,
5: no, no, no. What can happen to us while we're driving? Hmm. Besides, the whole island is full of men looking for this lunatic. They'll catch him. It's just the storm. Come on, quiet down, you are jumpy.
10: I guess I'm silly. David. What? The gas gauge says empty.
5: (laughs) There's still a couple of gallons left when it points to empty.
10: How long has it said empty?
5: Don't know. Uh, I'll get gas when we get across to the other highway.
10: David, I'm scared.
5: Relax, honey. Rain and wind always make you nervous as a cat.
10: I wish we'd stayed on the highway.
5: I'd known you'd act like this, I would have. Well,
10: it's not my fault.
5: It's not mine either. I'm having trouble enough just trying to see through this storm. David... Let's not fight. Driving through these burned-out woods in this kind of weather is enough to give anyone the withers.
10: Oh, goodness, it got dark so fast. I can hardly see ahead, even in the headlights.
5: Uh, There's something ahead. Don't
10: stop, David. It's only a sign. David, the crazy woman could be around here.
5: I'm not picking up anyone. I just want to know where I am.
10: Don't get out of the car. I'm not.
5: Calm down. Let's see. Send her marches that right? Now we'll take this road.
10: Send her marches. This must be the road where she killed those people.
5: Dorothy, please. Sorry.
10: I'm so jumpy. Turn on the radio. This is a desolate place. We haven't even passed a house yet. Miles of woods on both sides sure, of us.
5: It's so dark we couldn't have seen one if it were there. This rain seems to be getting worse.
10: David, I'm just sure this is the road where that woman killed those two
5: people. Oh, now stop that, darling. That's why
10: the police had a roadblock by this road. That crazy woman might be any place in these woods.
5: But not necessarily where we are. What's the matter? Oh, that's fine. What a place to run out of gas.
10: Oh, no. David, you mean we're stuck here?
5: I'm afraid so, for the time being, anyway. I'm sorry, dear.
10: That crazy woman is in the woods. She'll kill us. She's
5: nowhere near us.
10: David, quick. Turn off your headlights.
5: Why? Did you hear something?
10: David, I don't know.
8: I don't know, but I'm scared.
10: (sighs)
5: I guess I should have got
10: gas. Oh, turn off the headlights, please. Why? She'll see us if you don't.
5: We won't see her if I do.
10: Please, David, turn them off.
5: Oh, now, listen, Dorothy. (gasps) Don't let this silly thing get the better of you.
10: Oh, Oh, just look at the headlights. Poking into darkness and nothing but wet bushes and trees. Rain falling.
1: Please, David.
5: Oh, all right. There, now they're off feel better sitting in the dark?
10: (sighs) if only the thunder and lightning would stop. And this rain.
5: Look, Dorothy, there's no sense sitting here all night. It's only a few minutes past 10 o'clock. I'm going to walk up the road a bit. There might be a house or something. You're not going to leave me here. I won't let you go. Dorothy, we can't sit here in the middle of nowhere for the rest of the
10: night. We're safer here than out there. David, she's probably hiding in the woods. She's just waiting for a chance to kill us.
5: Oh, come on, Dorothy. Why should she be right where we've run out of gas? Why now? can't
10: she be here? Please stay in the car. All right. Lock the doors from the inside. Why? What is it? Now she can't get in here.
5: She's nowhere near oh, us. don't be
10: mad at me, David.
5: I'm so scared. Well, if she's out there, she can easily smash the windows. Oh,
10: don't scare me anymore. I know I'm acting silly. I can't help
5: it. I know. Come. Let me put my arm around you. There. Oh, David. Oh, put your head on my shoulder.
1: Forgive me, David. Go ahead and cry.
5: Go on. It'll make you feel better. Isn't there
10: some popular music?
9: for the escaped insane woman who has killed five persons in fleeing from a Long Island mental hospital. Rain and darkness are hampering the search. Over 100 police are combing the wooded area near center Morridges. It was near there that an elderly couple were butchered on a lonely, tarred road. In making her escape this morning, the madwoman killed a doctor, nurse, and...
5: Let's leave it out for a while, huh?
10: Oh, it's so quiet and lonely here. Wish it were morning.
5: Look, Dorothy. I'll run up the road. There might be a house.
10: No, no, David, please. David. Listen.
5: Did you hear that? What? I don't hear anything. Listen.
1: There it is. No, I can't.
5: It's a dog. A little dog barking.
8: Oh, David.
5: Well, I... I guess it's only a lost dog, maybe there's a house nearby.
10: Or the crazy
1: woman. Oh, David! She's out there. Something hit the back of the car. It's her.
5: Is the door locked on your side?
1: Yes, yes. Well, what if she breaks
10: the windows? She's got a cleaver.
5: In that flash of lightning. I saw somebody. Is it the
10: crazy woman?
5: I can't tell. She's lying on the road.
10: Can you see her? Is she still there?
5: Too dark to see. Have to wait for the lightning.
3: I saw her. She's getting up now. She'll kill us.
1: She'll kill us. Oh, no. no. Please. What is she doing? I don't know.
5: She must have been running. She didn't see the car and ran right into it.
1: She's at the window. Right next
8: to you.
4: Oh, my lord! Look at her! away from that window. David, she's trying to get in the car. Look at that face and her hair. Go away.
1: Let me in. I'm not crazy. This crazy woman is after me. David, don't let her in.
4: Let me scare her. Go away. Go away. We've got a gun. We'll shoot.
5: It worked. She's staring at us. I'm warning you. I'll shoot.
1: David, she's coming back. Please don't leave me out here! Please! That woman will kill me! Please! David, take your
10: pipe. Hold it like a gun. It'll look like a gun. Where is
5: it? Where is it? In the club compartment.
4: Here. Here it is. Look! I've got a gun. I'm gonna shoot. She's backing away. Keep going before I start shooting.
10: She's gone. She disappeared.
5: Yeah. We can't get out now. All we can do is sit here all night and wait for help.
10: Can you see her? where did she go?
5: I don't know. She's out there, though. Probably planning on how to get in this car.
10: David, what are we going to do? She's the one I know. But
5: she didn't have a cleaver.
10: She must have dropped it when she ran into the car. Her face is all twisted and hair hanging down.
5: And she's back there looking for the cleaver now. She'll kill us.
1: She'll kill us. Dorothy, stop it. She'll kill us.
7: Bringing you Mr. Cary Grant with Kathy Lewis and Jeanette Nolan in On a Country Road. Tonight's production in radio's outstanding theater of thrills Suspense.
1: Wilcox, what was your platform?
11: Why, the Autolite Stay-Full battery, the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. Go on, Wilcox. Well, we pointed out that the Autolite Stay-Full has over three times the liquid reserve of batteries without Stay-Full features. Amazing. Ah, but that's not all, Senator, because we pointed out, too, that the Autolite Stay-Full gives longer life, 70% longer life, in fact as proved by tests conducted according to SAE minimum life cycle standards. Then there's fiberglass retaining mats protecting every positive plate to prevent shedding and flaking and to give the Autolite stay-full scintillating superiority. How is your plurality, Wilcox? Sensational, Senator. We got all but one vote. Why, that's positively preposterous. Sure is, Senator, because everybody's heard of the Autolite stay-full battery the battery that needs water only three times a year in normal car use. So see your neighborhood Autolite battery dealer. And remember, you're always right with Autolite. And now, Autolite brings back to our
7: Hollywood soundstage Mr. Cary Grant in Elliot Lewis's production of On a Country Road, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense.
8: David, she broke the window.
4: Get away from there. Stay out of the car. I'm
8: coming in. I can't stand it. Stay out out of the car. I warn you. I've got a gun. You wouldn't shoot me. Go away. You're crazy. We know all about you. I'm not the crazy woman. Believe me. Let me in.
10: Don't do it, David. She's trying to trick us.
8: Listen to me, please. I've been running in this awful storm. My car is stuck in the ditch back there.
5: How far back?
8: I don't know. It seems like miles. I heard about the crazy woman on the radio. I was afraid to stay in the car alone. Let me in. No,
5: David. Go back to your own car. No.
8: It's so dark and so lonely and this storm. I locked the doors, but I was afraid. I could see things and hear things in the darkness. I couldn't stand it anymore. I got out and I ran. It's the rain. That's why I look like this. I'm not the crazy woman. Go
5: Dorothy. Maybe she isn't a crazy woman. Maybe she's just scared and exhausted.
8: Let me in, please. Let me in. No, David, no. She's the one I know. This crazy woman had a cleaver. I'm not armed. The three of us will be safer together.
5: No, she makes sense to me, Dorothy. We would be safer with one more person.
8: David, I don't know. Let me in, please. I'm wet to the skin.
5: I'm going to unlock the door, Dorothy. David. All right. Now, get in. Make one move and I'll shoot you.
8: Oh, it's oh, it's good. Sit down.
5: All right. Now there's a blanket on the floor back there. Try and dry yourself off with it.
8: The darkness and the rain. There's enough to drive me out of my mind.
5: Well, just take it easy, lady.
8: I ran and ran. All I could hear was feet chasing after me, hunting me.
5: Do you live near here?
8: Farther out near rescue. I used to live in Brooklyn Rescue is the mental hospital I know I'm used to the crazy people but not a night in a lonely place like this not the kind who kill people
5: you uh you live at rescue?
8: no just near there David we can't <sighs> sit here not knowing if we could get to a phone a phone why to call the police get some help. No. Don't do that. Why
5: not? Why don't you want the police?
8: Oh, I I do. But you'd be killed. What do you mean? The woman. She'll kill him if he goes away from this car. Oh. There's that dog. You hear it? Somebody's out there.
5: Well, there must be a house up ahead. Maybe it's barking to be let in. No.
8: It senses somebody. There's somebody out there. The crazy woman's creeping around out there. Quick, let's get away. Look out, David. Let go of
5: me. Uh, what are you trying to do?
8: Start the car, quick. We'll get away.
5: We're out of gas.
8: Uh, out of gas?
5: I don't think we parked here for the fun
9: of it, do you?
8: Oh, such a desolate place to run out of gas. Stop barking. What does it mean? You can't just sit here. We've got to get away.
5: Oh, I'm not a magician, lady. I can't make gasoline out of rain. Oh,
8: he can't stay here the whole night. Do you no, hear me? Let go of me.
9: There's nothing I can do.
8: Try something, anything. Don't just sit there. She's scaring yeah. me, David. Stop her. Cut it
5: out. Cut it out. You'll have it all in hysterics.
8: All right. All right. I'm sorry. Look, i got an idea. Give me your gun. What for? What for? I'll tell you. I want it. Give it to me, David. Listen to me. I'm all right, but I can't sit here all night. I go crazy. Give me the gun. I'll go. I won't be afraid of the dark, the noises, the feet following me. I'll go. I promise you. But give me the gun. No, don't sit down. Please. I'll go. I promise. I can't stand sitting in the dark like this. Can't you stop her, David? I told
5: you to shut up. Uh, If you don't, you'll have to get out of the car.
8: Not into the woods again. Oh, you're nice people, aren't you? Or do you want me to leave so you can shoot me? Is that it? We're not going to shoot you. We don't have a gun. It's only a pipe. Uh. A pipe? A smoking pipe? David, I'm sorry. Then... Then you're unarmed.
5: I'm sorry, David. that's all right.
8: Why did you tell me you had a gun?
5: What difference would it make to you whether I'm armed or not?
8: I don't know you. Maybe you two are more dangerous than the crazy woman. I'll tell you what I think. I think you're the crazy woman. The way you grabbed David when you wanted him to start the car? Nothing.
5: stop it. Don't excite her. Don't
8: excite me? Why? Do you think I'm dangerous? An old woman you took into your car, two of you, and you're afraid of me?
5: I'm not afraid of you. Now sit back in the seat and don't try anything.
8: David,
10: the storm is stopping. Maybe now is the time. The time
8: for what? What are you going to do? You two are up to something. Oh, shut up!
5: My wife meant now is the time to go for help.
8: I did not.
10: I meant now is the time for us to escape. David, can't you see it? She's the one. She'll kill us. You little...
4: Oh, stop it. Sit back in that seat. You
8: haven't got a gun. No,
4: but I've got a knife.
8: David.
5: It's my jackknife, but it's sharp and strong, so don't try any tricks.
8: All right. Threaten me. Watch me while that woman is out there. All you can do is sit and wait for her to make the next move. David,
10: she can kill us like that old man and woman. Must have been on this same road. They were in their car,
8: too. They must have let her in. We'll leave, then. The three of us will walk. We'll we'll stay close together. We'll be quiet. Anyone hiding in the woods won't hear us. Don't get out of the car, David. Oh,
5: how will we find our way? It's too dark. We'll
8: find our way. Look
5: out there. The road's full of shadows.
8: Get her out of the car, David. She wants to kill us. Kill you? Look,
5: if you want to go, why don't you leave? We're going to stay here until some help comes.
8: Oh, I'd be helpless, alone, if I had a gun or something. You're nice. Oh, why doesn't somebody come? Where are the police. I can't stand this. Nobody oh. will come. There's no one in these woods. They're burned out and deserted.
1: Dorothy, honey, come on, please. It was your idea to use
5: this
8: road. He wouldn't listen to me and stop for gas. I
5: couldn't help it. I got
1: lost.
8: Oh, why don't you do something? Not just. Sit here waiting, waiting. Do something before we're murdered. Are you so helpless?
1: All
5: right. I am going to do something. I'll go for help. That's it.
8: Get
10: help. David. In her hand. I saw it in the moonlight. It glittered.
8: What is it? Your wife is hysterical. She...
10: She was holding it. A long piece of broken glass, long and pointed... See? She doesn't answer. She's just
8: watching us. What is she waiting for?
5: It's from the broken window. That's where she got it.
8: So what if I have it? I'm not going to sit here defenseless. She's going to attack us. Don't be silly. It was all right for you to have a knife. Why can't I be armed for whatever may come?
5: Give me that broken glass.
8: Give it to you? You think I'm crazy? You couldn't protect us from anything, oh. David. What are you doing? Why are you climbing over the seat? Why I do you... warn
5: you. I'm through letting my wife be terrified. Give me that glass.
1: Stay away from me.
5: Once I left the car, you were going to butcher my wife with that broken glass. No,
1: no, David, oh God. God. David. I... Give me that glass. I... You're
8: crazy. Let me along. Hold her, David. Hold her. Don't let her free. Strong. Well, my arm. You kill me. Drop that glass. Uh, uh, you both
4: gone crazy? Trying to kill me? Like you were going to murder us?
1: No,
8: I wasn't. Don't let her get free. I
1: can't hold her. She's strong. Uh,
8: if you have a knife, then I will have glass. David, David, hold her. <laughs> much longer. I'm not crazy. Please, believe me. She's got my throat. She's choking me. Your knife.
1: David, your knife. David. Uh, ah! David, you... You killed her. David, you
4: killed her. I couldn't help it. I did not mean. To... Oh, you're covered with
1: blood.
5: She was going to kill us. Oh. There's some lights. A car is coming. Help's coming.
7: Hey there, you in the car. Why are you parked here? It's the
1: police. At last.
7: We ran out of gas. The crazy one. What a night to run out of gas. You couldn't have picked a better spot. What with that woman running around loose?
10: Officer... We want to tell you...
7: A farmer up the road called and said his dog's been barking at something. We caught her. Uh, who'd you catch? The crazy woman. She She's in the back seat, dead. What? Uh, no. No, she's alive. Hurt bad, though. Uh, she was trying to kill us. Well, we'll get her to a hospital. You two had better come with me. We captured that crazy woman a half hour ago. I don't know who this lady is. Suspense. Presented by Autolite. Tonight's star, Mr. Cary Grant.
11: Cart, well, did your candidate's entire ticket get into office? Yes, sir, Senator. Along with the Autolite Stay Full battery, the voters elected all of the 400 products made by Autolite for cars, trucks, planes, and boats in 28 plants coast to coast. These include complete electrical systems used as original factory equipment on many leading makes of America's finest cars. Generators, coils, distributors, voltage regulators, electric windshield wipers, wire and cable, starting motors, all engineered to fit together perfectly, work together perfectly, because they're a perfect team. So, friends, don't accept electrical parts supposed to be as good. Ask for and insist on Autolite original factory parts at your neighborhood service station, car dealer, garage, or repair shop. Remember, you're always right with Autolite.
7: Next week on Suspense, for your Thanksgiving holiday listening, Mr. Ozzie Nelson and Miss Harriet Hilliard as stars of Going, Going Gone. And in the weeks to come, you will hear such famous stars as Van Heflin, Alan Ladd, and Cornell Wilde, all appearing in tales well-calculated to keep you in...
11: Suspense. Suspense is produced and directed by Elliot Lewis, with music composed by Lucian Morawack and conducted by Lud Bluskin. On a Country Road was written for suspense by Walter Bazaar. And remember, next
7: week on Suspense, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard in Going, Going Gone.
8: You can buy Autolite Stay-Full batteries, Autolite Standard-type or Resistor-type spark plugs, Autolite Electrical Parts at your neighborhood Autolite dealers. Switch to Autolite... Good
11: night. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.
0: That's going to wrap it up for this episode. We appreciate you stopping by and listening in, and we hope you continue to do so. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more from us, we're available on Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Copy RSS. Until next time, take care. This has been Couch and coffee table.